Hey, it's me, Swagzilla0G, and I want to know if you're playing both sides of the ball. Go over to CampusCanton.com, put in code FEVER, save 10% off the top. Get in there for their exclusive betting content, help you get even more money back. By the time you know it, CampusCanton.com is free. It's paying you. Not only that, you get the best Debbie rankings, college player profiles, help you get ready for your Campus Canton leagues, and come play both sides of the ball with me at CampusCanton.com. Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever episode 289. I'm here as always with the feverish Fonero. Feverish, Hold how the up. heck are you? Good, man. Very good. Very excited about our guest this evening. I'm always excited about Mr. John Lobb. Heck yes. <laughs> At Grid Iron Skull 91. John. Okay, first of all, I'll forget. I'm, I'm not good at I won't come back to this. So I absolutely want to check out Rookie Big Board, writer for football diehards, anything else John wants to mention after I ask him, because he always meant, talks about Gridiron Skull 91, how he didn't have enough money for all the letters, but what's the 91? The year I earned my master's degree, believe it or not. So Love it's it. like just a little pride thing that I have in myself. That's when I got out. It's finally done with six years of college. But I did get a master's and a bachelor's. Awesome. And I thought, and I was trying to like figure it out with age and stuff with high school. And I felt like it was too, too um, old to be, or too young, too old, <laughs> too late, too late. Yes. That would to be, be right. high school. Fanero, did you think it was college? Is that the most important question of the show? <laughs> I hope not, but, but interesting nonetheless. Definitely. John. Thank you so much for being here. We had the pleasure of having breakfast with you in our hotel in Canton. And honestly, that is one of the moments that sticks out in my mind for the weekend. Any time you can sit down and chop it up with somebody in person like that. Yumi and Fenero, breakfast time. I mean, just awesome getting to know you. Happy to have you back on the show finally. Did I mess in, miss any content that you've created as of late? Not really. That's my two main sites. I do write college fantasy football stuff for fan tracks. So you can't That's see That's my- right. Fan tracks. And sorry to interrupt, but John is always putting out like his fan tracks waiver writer ads on Twitter. Like it's right away. You don't even have to like go to the fan tracks links. That's probably why I, I missed some of it because you can just look right there. John's putting it on Twitter for you. Yeah, and I love college fantasy football, and um, it was great meeting you, too. I, I have a family that loves to sleep in late, so it was a pleasure <laughs> to come downstairs. And, you know, I usually do my morning routine with the computer, checking up news. It was in August, right? Football season's just getting ready. Yep. And sure enough, 
There you two are seeing. I said, hello. And <laughs> I took you your paper and I did not let you read it. Ah, no, I didn't. I'd rather <laughs> talk to you. I can always get back on the computer. And you let me sit with you guys. I think we talked for like a good hour or something. So I love I loved Canton. I love going there. My family loves it. Great little city. So, yeah, I hope to meet you guys there next year also. Absolutely. Fenero, I feel like we don't do this enough. And I'm, I'm going to talk about a quarterback. I feel like we don't talk about quarterbacks enough on this show, but I feel like being rookie fever, we have to bring up Kenny Pickett. Yeah. How do you do. feel about this situation now and him starting? Do you think this is a gig that he'll keep for the year, obviously barring injury? Yeah. And do you think he's the Steelers quarterback of the future? Ooh, second one's a little harder to answer with this kind of a sample size, but hey, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. That's a lot anyway. That's a lot of like. <laughs> the first one I think is easy. I can answer. So let's the first just one. stay there, and we'll we'll yeah. we'll try to go around with it a little bit. I definitely believe that he he has uh, he has done enough to be the quarterback for the rest of this uh, season. I think uh, as soon as they pulled the plug, that was the plan. I think the plan maybe even was known to be quite honest, because um, I I think Trubisky. Was below average. We'll put it nicely. Um, I think we're going to focus on the three picks, and we should probably should talk about those three interceptions. I will point out that one of them was a Hail Mary attempt, so I, I tend to throw that one away. And I'm going to blame my boy Chase, my boy Chase Claypool for the other one. So um, the thing that I saw, and, and I, I, people commonly call it the it factor. Um, I like to call it like just forcing someone's will upon another. And I feel like he has that quality. Um, those two rushing touchdowns, he just wanted it more than the other people on the field. And he also wasn't afraid to chuck it. Those two things, I think, really stood out to yeah. me. Um, just kind of like a fearless type um, demeanor on the field. Uh, I think that's pretty tough to do when you've been riding the pine for the first three games of the season. And you're coming in and, and you're hoping to keep that job with a performance that inspires. And I think I'll, I think the team was, was pretty pumped. Yeah. So. I wanted to mention, too, top of the show, we're playing Ish, Wish, or Feverish tonight. And if if Mitch Trubisky was a rookie, I would definitely say he's been Ish. And I didn't think it was going to go that way. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, I didn't heavily invest, but I thought Mitch was going to do much better than that. John, how are you feeling about Kenny Pickett? Yes, he can. He's leaps and bounds better than Mitch Trubisky. I mean, Mitch Risky to me, that ship sailed a long time ago. Maybe he pulls a nice career as a backup. Maybe he has a moment like Geno Smith in the future. Feverish said something about Kenny Pickett. And I, I've said this for as long as I've watched quarterbacks, and that's since the late 1970s. You have to have chutzpah, and you've got to be willing to rip it. And I've seen from Brett Favre, Dan Fouts, Dan Marino, you know, John Elway, um, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, you've got to make the read. You have to have confidence in your receiver. And if they have a quarter of an inch, that receiver is open and you've got to rip it. And I felt for far too long, Mitch Trubisky wanted three yards of separation, which you're never going. I mean, it's very rare in the NFL. And he was so paralyzed of making a mistake. And you can't win in the NFL at that. You cannot win. Pickett, I do agree he has the it factor. There, I felt, and this is observation from TV from afar, I thought the Steelers looked energetic with, picks, with Pickett in the lineup. So I'm very happy that they're playing him. Also, 
We know the most beneficial salary in the NFL is the rookie quarterback. You've got to play these kids. If you draft them in round one, I don't care. You've got to play them. You need to win a Super Bowl within that four-year window like the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson. Once that four-year window was up and they had to pay Russ the salary, they've never gone back. You've got to get picking on the field. The answer to your yeah. second question, I'm not sure if he's a long-term answer because I had some questions coming out of college. But let's see it. Let's give the young man an opportunity here. He's 24. What are we going to do? Wait for him to mature? Put him in. Play every snap of every down. Yeah, I'm with you there, man. So he comes into rookie camp with George Pickens, who makes his first appearance in the top 12 this week. He ends at wide receiver 19, gets his eight targets, which he's got some targets this year, but they've been crummy ones for Mitch. Catches six <laughs> of them, 102 yards. Do you think that this is going to be his go-to guy, guys? Guy, guys? Or is this just, I mean, cause he's got weapons. We all know that. Even, even the tight end Fryermuth, who Fenero's, I'll, I'll give you the pat on the back so you don't have to do it, but Fenero nailed on Fryermuth. I think what is Fryermuth right now? Tight end eight, tight end 10, somewhere in there. We haven't talked about it much. We need to do a couple more rewinds here and there, but he's, now he's got that. And then obviously Deontay, and I don't know if we care about Chase Claypool or not, but that was, I don't know if that was a question or not or a huge statement, but is George Pickens the dude to own in this offense right now? Get attached now before it gets better? I mean, to, to John's earlier point about throwing it up and trusting a wide receiver to take it down, <laughs> both Deontay and Pickens are nice targets for that. So I'm not going to pick Pickens right now over Deontay Johnson just yet, but they seem to have some chemistry, and that's real nice. I love when rookies come in together. Yeah. Um, I just think that there's there's a certain chemistry you can't duplicate, and um, and we saw it in game one. I'm sorry, half one, and uh, and he hits the century mark on it. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good signs that's pointing in that direction, Swag. Yeah. I would think if I'm a young quarterback – I'm going to go to the receivers with a large wingspan, big body. I can make mistakes, and the bigger-bodied receivers can make up for my mistake. Deontay Johnson's incredible, but Roethlisberger peppered him with those quick, accurate throws in which he could take it up the field immediately. Sometimes a young quarterback isn't there yet, right? Not comfortable necessarily throwing that five-yard slant on the second drop, right? The second foot drops, throw it, rip it. Ben was totally comfortable with that with all the years in the league. So what am I looking for? Margin of error. Who's going to give you a large margin of error? Pickens and Fryermuth, right? Massive, massive targets who can go and get it over their opponents. So if you are off and if you do make a mistake, maybe these two young men can bail you out. So I like the two big wide receivers here. Yeah. Pickett's got some nice weapons he's coming in with. So, man, a lot happened in the NFL this weekend. Just injuries. So that opens up some opportunities. Um, I'm skipping to Tyler Algier here, Fenero. Right over question number one. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm curious how you guys feel about Algier now. And is he actually the running back to own in that backfield with Patterson going to the IR? 
John, I'll let you hit this one first. I'm, I'm curious where you're going. I do think without a question, Tyler Algier is the running back you want to own. He does have pass-catching chops. Look him at BYU. He was a good receiver out of the backfield. I know I've said it before. I like big backs. He's got the requisite size. I believe he's over 220. Yes, he doesn't have the most wiggle. He doesn't have the most elusive burst. But we know in the NFL the coaches are going to err on the size of giving the big boys the ball. Yeah. What? I just said yes. Sorry. Yeah. He fits the mold. Now, he might end up a plotter, right? He could end up with 3.9 yards a carry. But if you're going to give me 15 carries every week in the goal line and possibly three receptions, I Algiers the guy. Caleb Huntley, he, he he scored the touchdown. I saw a lot of Caleb Huntley. I believe it's New Mexico or New Mexico State. I forget which one. He played at one of the New Mexico schools. He's got some size, but I don't think he's as banger as much as Algier. So I like Algier better. I think Caleb Hunt, Huntley's more of your rotational back. You know, maybe catch up when you're in, you know, two minutes left in the game. You throw Huntley in for a series. If you're down by 21, you probably put Huntley in. But it's Algier in my book. Yeah. For me, Swags, um, I think if I zoom in, um, um, I love everything John just said. But if I zoom out, meaning like I could see a world where four weeks in, first off, he has a bad matchup this week going okay. against the Bucks, right? So you like every, every care about matchups. Who cares? <laughs> that's in the that's in the top that's in the top twelve. I think what's going to happen though, just for the people who picked them up, they're going to have to be a little crestfallen this week uh, in a, in a tough matchup. Um, I was going to bring up. <laughs> just moving forward, Damian Williams is eventually going to come off IR. I, I see a picture where like, maybe it's just like this backfield where everyone's getting a little bit of a piece and there's nobody that you feel really great about. Um, if Tyler Algier coming in was one of those running backs, like Damian Pierce that I was super excited about coming in, I would be super excited about this opportunity. I would believe that he would seize it. He's starting with a bad matchup. So I kind of feel like, yeah, over the next four weeks, he's going to be solid. He's going to be a great waiver wire pickup for the people who play in redraft. Um, you're going to feel good about him in Dynasty. But I, I do fear even even just zooming out this year, not even past this year, just zooming out in this year, uh, just becoming like a crowded backfield. It could. I'm just thinking like, um, all right, so 10 attempts, 84 yards, one reception on one target. Brings that's another twenty yards. So he has one hundred and four yards on the week for thirteen point nine points. You had a touchdown to that, and, oh, yeah. and he's he probably like running. And I know you can't, but I mean, he's probably like we're talking about him a little bit different. He's probably like running back eighteen now. In the you know what I mean, like um, he eight point four yards an attempt. I know we we're not supposed to care about that, but that's really mm-hmm. pretty good here. So. I'm rooting for him. He's on my Scott Fish team. He's yeah, really no, one of my one of my eight rookies. Man, one of my eight rookies. I love it. You know, I like, have him on my Scott. Good things are ahead though for you, Finero. I think you you keep rooting, and I think it's going to happen, man. Good. Even if it's just for the season. I'm a he little might, slow to if, those guys. I think he might have to share with Patterson a little bit because Patterson's a proven commodity at this point, like in the role that he's been playing for the Falcons. So. I think you might have to share a little bit with him if he comes back healthy. Right. 
Oh, and I want to say I looked it up. Caleb Huntley was at Ball State, so I had there the wrong pool. I want to make sure that your listeners knew that. I, I just don't, man. I just don't want to care about Damian Williams, Fenero. <laughs> I, oh, I don't you. either. I hear you too. No, nobody wants to. Either. Nobody wants to, and that's why we'll have to. I, <laughs> I just know it. Like it's, it's been that kind of a season. It yeah. really, truly has. Yep. Only four weeks in, it's truly been that kind of a season. So we're cooking because I know we're going to get into some other stuff here, and I'm really excited to get to ish wish or feverish. I think we should just get there, Fenero. All right, let's do it. I I know, man. So Fenero told me he only has one guy for each category. Correct. So I had to try my hardest to not have his same guys. <laughs> and uh. then we have John. John, do you want to start with Ish, Wish, or Feverish? Ooh, let's start with Wish. Ooh, making a wish. Nice. Now, what is your preferred method? Would you, like, take a wishbone? Would you blow on a dandelion? Would you... What else is there? There's a wish Wishing chip, well. Wishing well. Wishing well. That'd be my choice. That costs money. That's okay. That's Gotta true. Gotta give a little to get a little. Yeah? Yeah, I, I like the fountain. Like, the wishing fountains where you, you know, you, you mm-hmm. throw I water like in the that. fountain. Oh, a shooting, a shooting star? We totally missed that one. Ooh, oh, that's good first one. start. First star you see, too. Man, we're going to make some wishes tonight, guys. <laughs> Starting with the Gridiron Scholar here. I'm going to start with my wish. Skymore, please get him into that game. I am way too heavily invested in my dynasty rosters with Skymore. I, I basically cut him in my redraft league so that we have smaller rosters, right? You're not going 30 deep. He's not getting the snaps, not getting the touches. I still believe in the talent. Maybe the leap from college to the NFL was much more difficult than I expected for him. But the NFL and the, the Chiefs gave him second-round draft capital. He had been impressive on film and at the Senior Bowl. It, all of his measurements were really good. So I'm still hoping, because when you look at that Kansas City wide receiver core, it's still bad. Like, who are you playing in fantasy football right now? So I still – my wish – is that Sky Moore can start getting 35 snaps a week and just give him five to six targets. Let's see what he can do. All right, Swags, I'm going to have to well, piggyback that. How do you feel that. about that? How do you feel about that, Fenero? <laughs> that is also <laughs> my wish for this evening. Oh, um, my goodness, fellows. <laughs> so I have some I have some stuff I want to piggyback off of there. So as far as, far as Sky Moore, the, the words I have are, are – uh, Let's go, as Tom Brady would say. Let's go. Like so, we got we got MVS as wide receiver sixty two to John's point. Hardman at wide receiver eighty for God's sake. Oh and the God. number one wide receiver on this team is wide receiver forty seven. Come on, juju? what do we what do we have to lose at this point? Every single time he's juju? come in, every time he's come in, what did I say? Wide receiver forty four. I'm just asking if that was Juju. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Juju's oh wide receiver forty seven. Um, so what we saw was uh, an uptick in snap share. Um, he more than doubled his snap share. He went up to 28%. I know John wants to see 35. Um, and then he went, he had a one lonely target up until this and then has four in week four. So they're going in the direction I think John and I want him to go. Keep going. And, 
And the evidence is out there too. Like I've mentioned a couple times with the tiny itty bitty sample sizes that we have, he's gotten Mahomes out of jams. Mahomes is like literally, and I know he does it a lot, but he's out of the pocket and he's finding Sky Moore, which means Sky Moore is recognizing he's out of the pocket and getting himself open. That's not really necessarily something you'll see from a, from a, um, from a rookie. So I dig that. It's a slow burn. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Oh. This rookie class has given us a lot of great names, and I would love, I would wish, that Sky Moore at so some point becomes one of them. Do you guys think that Sky Moore is better than Juju Smith-Schuster? Potentially, over his career, yes. Yes, the potential's there. I mean, Juju's fallen so far. Right. I think I've seen three Chiefs games, and every time I'm like, what is wrong with Juju Smith-Schuster. He has Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Like, there is literally <laughs> no excuse for this. Blah. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's like throw-up, diarrhea. Like, Okay, so I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you. So Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid <laughs> are gurus, right? You just said it. But they're not smart enough to play somebody that you think is better than Juju? I you see, so I'm not. I, I'm asking class. both of you, uh, and because I'm just curious, like why yeah. aren't if that's the case, why aren't they smart enough to make that move, or do we want it too bad? Why, why can't we give Juju a little bit of time? It, look, those are the things that we don't. Is it practice? Is he running the wrong route? Like you, you know, like I don't know where he's lining up. Is it simply he's making too many mental errors? And that's something that a young man, a rookie, has to deal with at the NFL level, where Reed and Mahomes might just feel like Juju's not going to give us much, but he's not going to hurt us. He's not going to put us in a bad situation. And maybe Sky Moore just simply isn't picking up, you know, man, you know, the two deep zone where he's got to run on this on this route. You know, there's just things that we don't have access yeah. to. Yeah, we talk about how like wide receivers when they switch teams have to learn quote unquote a whole new language, right? Yes. So Juju's doing that, but but Sky Moore's doing double, right? So Sky Moore has to has to learn that language as if it's a brand new language, right? Just like Juju does. But then he also has to learn to go from college to the NFL, which Juju's already learned. So it's pretty natural that it might be a minute for them to trust Sky Moore over a guy like Juju has been in the league for a few years. So I mean, Juju's got 224 yards over four games doing crummy, as you guys said. One game, 79 yards. Another game, 89 yards. He doesn't have the touchdowns to go with it to make him have like those fantasy points. But, I mean... But, I mean, both John if, and I are saying that Juju's keeping, and rightfully so, keeping Sky Moore off the field. But, it, you know, we can't ignore MVS and, and Hardman just not doing it. Yeah, oh, I, that's a whole. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, they certainly chuck it enough. Let's put it that way. So, like you know, as far as that goes, I mean, there's you know, they just need to make the decision to. Move. I'm gonna make your guys' wish with you. I I want Sky Moore to succeed. He's from Western Michigan. Here, Kalamazoo, stand up. Yeah. <laughs> I have concerns, but man, let's wish it. We might as well, right? I love it. I loved it. Cheese and rice. Make it happen. I'm not doing my wish now, but I am going to do my feverish, and I'm because I'm worried about this one, Finero. I'm worried you're going to have this too. But I, I have I have a Damian Pierce fever, and it's gotten pretty strong. Good. I'm thinking 
And, and that's why I skipped the question top of the show. Was Damien worth, wor- was Damien Pierce worth the 2023 first the whole time? Running back 10 week three, running back five week four. He's outperformed Brees Hall to this point. I'm not saying Damian Pierce over Brees Hall, but man, I think this is for real. He is doing this in a crummy offense. I don't care if they want to score, if they give him the ball, he's trying to break free. Man, I'm excited. He's caught every pass thrown to him. 10 for 10, not a lot, but 6 for 6 this last weekend. He hasn't missed one. 14 attempts, 131 yards. Almost double that of what Brees Hall got off 17 attempts this week. That's real shit. <laughs> and, and and we're talking about him like not really at all. Running yeah. back five this week, Damian Pierce. I've got the fever. I think it's for real. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm feverish about him. He's not who I picked as feverish because I had a feeling that he would be a popular pick. So I went a little deeper, but not too deep. I'm pretty feverish about my pick as well. I definitely know that all of our listeners have heard me in so many different ways, not only on this podcast, but others talking about Damian Pierce. So I'm definitely going to send it over to John. But before I do, the hangup is what about next year? The hangup's always going to be can he survive the 2023 draft class? Well, Damian Pierce... If he keeps doing what he's doing, the answer is yes. Yeah, so I'm not even concerned about that. Yeah, let's let let let's. I mean, I let other people worry about that. <laughs> I had a fantastic week in my 14 leagues, and it it, it was by no coincidence that Damian Pierce was on several of those teams. And you're starting him, right? Oh, absolutely. You feel comfortable yep. starting him week you bet four? I was. Yeah, hundred. That's a good sign for a rookie. Yeah, he's my RB three or four in most cases. So is he worth the first? When we talked about it two weeks ago, Swags, before we had these two big games, I said, even in the case where a first was coming my way, which I feel like I would have to do, I did, I feel at the time, two weeks ago, I said, how valuable, though, is a running back two on your team this year? If you're a contender, how valuable is that? It's It just is so important. And for me, like I said, like for the most part, he's, he's like my running back three or four. That's, that's a, that is literally the definition of a league winner. Like he's got that written on him. So I'm going to say yes. Love you, Finero. <laughs> John, what do you think, dude? Is that crazy? Cause we, we've, we've, th- we've seen this on Twitter and people kind of fighting over it like they do Gabe Davis. <laughs> I will, I will say this. I like B. John Robinson so much, I can't put him ahead of B. John Robinson. Oh, hell no. You're not getting him with this first, my my man. Like, I'm not, <laughs> We're like, not giving you the 101. Here, I'm not sitting okay. out here tanking and well, trying I, to get Damian Pierce on my team. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to put those points in my lineup. I'm 3-1 and one or 4-0. Oh. If I think I'm a playoff team and I can get the, the you know, pick 7 through 12, and I can swap my number one this year, I'm definitely doing it. If I'm at the bottom and I'm like, you know, I, I'm looking at the top four pick, I don't think I'm trading for Damian Pierce. Yep. There is so much talent next year at the spot. And I agree. I'll say one thing. The Texans have so many needs. Why draft the running back? Now? Yeah, I don't think they're oh, drafting love that, back. John. Love they, that, John. They, they're going to look at Davis Mills is slipping. Love that point. They still need help at wide receiver. I mean, can, are you really going to survive with just Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins? Right. Yeah. They're going to need. And 
I'm I mean, sure they, they they'll take a quarterback before they'll take a running back. Absolutely. I mean, what if they got C.J. Stroud? You're not take. You've got to take him, or you know, Bryce Young possibly. Yep. If you're the Texans, so uh, I agree. Because who cares at the running back position, right? Keep them for three years. Man, oh man, Damian Pierce, dude. I'm I'm stoked. I'm no longer worried about him being a Somebody actually has sent me that trade, and I'm not going to sit here and be like, I smashed except. It's sitting in my inbox, but I would get Damian Pierce for my 2023 first. I have to look at my team and how I feel about it a little bit deeper, but I have that offer in my inbox, and man... I don't even know if you have to exactly pay that. Like, I might be able to get a, even a third back. And I know that's not much, but you can make little things happen with those sometimes. But I don't know if you have to accept that first offer. And I that's agree. My, my, that's my, where I'm at a little bit. But, man, I love it. I, I don't know. I'm excited. It sounds like you guys are excited. That gets me more excited. Feverish. I feel like you were about to mention your fever. I gotta, I'm changing your name on this show sheet to Fever for tonight because we're having <laughs> Ishwish or Feverish and yeah, it's it throwing me off. Yeah, it gets a little complicated. So we, we, we kind of touched on this a tiny bit. I'll touch on it a little further. I am feverish about the pair of George Pickens and Kenny Pickett by proxy. Is that, is that the right worse, the right yeah. use of the word proxy? Thank you. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> The Thanks, proper John. use of the word proxy. So, so Pickens was the recipient of five. Yes, five of Pickens' thirteen targets. Thirteen. He got five of them. Um, so, a fully prepared Kenny Pickett, I believe, could unlock George Pickens' rest of way. Um, George Pickens is another guy that I am just all behind, super excited. We have a long list of wide receivers from this underrated draft class. London, Wilson, Olave, Dachson, Pickens. Yes, Romeo Dobbs. I'm ready to add Pickens 100% to that list at this point. It's not just the 100-yard game. It's the chemistry between these two. I'm dead set feverish about George Pickens. We were waiting for this. We knew he was a good wide receiver. We just wanted to see the volume, and I think the volume will be given by the fellow rookie pick. Yeah, and we saw some of those catches in preseason and in camp, and we're starting to see it in NFL games now. Yep. I I love that one. Yeah, I like I like Pickens now too. I think how can you not like him with this team, the organization, the young quarterback? I agree with you. They they came in this together, right? And he's just so, you've seen the hands. I mean, he's just made oh, yeah. some catches where you're like, wow. I mean, yeah. just get him the ball. If you're Pickett, why not throw it to him? He's going to make plays. Maybe I throw an interception and double coverage by accident. But Pickens is going to bail me out a lot, too. I love that one. What about you, John? You've got an ish left. Oh, and yeah. You've got a feverish. <laughs> I'm going to go feverish because he's exceeded my expectations. It's Chris Olave. Nice. Man, holy crap, does he look good. I mean, can you imagine if he was playing with Aaron Rodgers right now? The air yards that he's getting from Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton without, you know, we got a new coach who knows where the Saints are going, right? If this was Drew Brees and he, and, and, and he had, um, why can't I think of, um, Sean Payton? Can you imagine what Chris Olave would be doing for the New Orleans Saints right now? 
Steady's got Winston and this new coach who's a defensive mind. Yeah, Andy Dalton. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Olave's getting like two yards of separation in the NFL, which is crazy. He is a master of the boundary. He is just, he's got, what is it, 36 targets? That's nine targets a game out of the gate. And That's he's only awesome, got, yeah. He's only got 21 receptions. I haven't looked it up to see how many were catchable, right? Like out of that 15, 15 targets, he got nothing. How many of those were just terrible throws? Unbelievable how well Chris Olave is playing. I yeah. love that one, John. Yeah, that's we a we good one. we I know for a fact for me personally, and I won't I won't uh, speak for Swags. I knew me personally, like I was pretty quiet about Alave, and it was really like I was letting the situation dictate how I felt about the player. And there was people, there were players or wide receivers that were right around that same group that I was picking instead of them. And boy, is that a major regret right now? Olave looks like the real deal. Yeah, I don't have enough Olave either. I definitely got fever now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I. uh uh, this game's a lot of fun. Ish, wish, or feverish. I think that we're going to probably have to play it a little bit more this season. It brings up some great conversation around all these rookies. But for my first ish of the season, and this is tough, like, and no pressure. I don't know what you guys decided to do, but I felt like it was only fair, first of all, to bring up somebody we haven't talked about in a while and to some, and somebody I used to talk about a lot. And that's because I thought that we'd be seeing them in the box scores by now. And we just aren't. And it's just been ish. I wanted to make a wish, but I have hope. But I'm talking about Isaiah Spiller. And he's somebody I added. I feel like a lot of my leagues between like that 203 to 206 area, sometimes later because people were smart enough to let him fall to me, like at the 208, the 209. <laughs> and um, But I have a decent amount of Spiller. A small amount of hope, but you never know. I know he is coming off injury. Nevertheless, I did want to bring him up, and man, it's been ish. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel good about it anymore. So it's easy to throw shade on some of those players that other people were high on and miss, but this one, I feel like just it, it kind of burns a little bit. Swags, if 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 ish, wish, and feverish had like little like monikers or trophies it would probably look like Isaiah Spiller. I literally forgot Isaiah Spiller. He's a perfect, (laughs) he's a perfect candidate for this. I mean, (laughs) dude, you nailed it. Like you, you have mine beat by a mile. I I could not be more. I mean, just, we're talking about, uh, here's the snap shares. You ready? Zero, 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 (laughs) zero. And you all know it. You all know it. Like, I don't need to tell you that. Right. Yeah. He's a healthy scratch again last week. And yeah, dude, I, you, you nailed it. You you win the game if it's a game. <laughs> I thought I should eat a little crow on the first ish. You win I don't the know game. If I'll always you be just that, that kind, but I thought I should eat a little crow. So I have an ish if you want. I also have an ish. You go first, John. Don't steal it again, though. Okay, I won't. I promise. I don't think you. I you might like this guy, but I don't think you'd ish him. Zamir White, just mm. get out of here. Leave me alone. <laughs> Give Josh Jacobs the goddamn ball. He's averaging 4.8 yards a carry. He's got two touchdowns, 70 carries. He's got 12 receptions and 13 targets. Why did we waste hours and hours and hours and hours of our time this summer talking about Zamir White? Put him on the sideline. Give the ball to Josh Jacobs. 
run the wheels off of him. Yes. He's not going to be there when you're good, Las Vegas. Jacobs God, looked he, good this weekend. He, hey, run him. Put him in the ground. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's a throwaway. He's good. He's your best back. Zamir White, get out of here. <laughs> I, I love it. that one. I love that one. That's great. Wow, Ish is taking it away. I'll, hey, I'll- <laughs> hey, John, guess who was not on my list of players for week five predictions? <laughs> Zamir White? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Spoiler alert. My Ish is in our top 12 this evening. Rookie 11 with 9.5 points. And the only reason I'm mentioning him, because I have mentioned him several times, you all have heard me mention him, is because the truthers are coming out of the freaking woodwork because he got a touchdown. And he got a touchdown. The only way the freaking... Freaking The only, yeah, they would have to hand it off to him because he can't run around and he can't catch the ball, which I've been saying for five months now. It's still the same freaking guy. He just got a touchdown because he got a handoff and he's athletic, and he's fast. That's it. Next. Meanwhile, I got none of those. I'm not athletic. I'm not fast. <laughs> Romeo Dobbs gets as many targets as Christian Watson gets yards. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo that's, Dobbs is a wide receiver. Christian Watson yes, is an athlete. There's a difference. Exactly. He is <sighs> ish. Frenero's not even giving him the leash. <laughs> so... My my wish, and we're going to have to wait for my wish, and that's one reason I want to bring this up with Jameson Williams. I'm wishing that he comes back, but I'm finding out now that he's not going to be back till at the soonest, week seven after week six is bye. Right. But my uh-huh. wish is still that Jameson Williams gets integrated into this offense and it just keeps on ticking like it is with him being the better DJ Shark, the better Josh Reynolds. Freaking Jameson Williams. So that's my wish. Jameson Williams. A little bit of time still, but I think you can buy now or maybe try to with this with this holdover. We were saying maybe week five we'd see him. We're not going to. No. No. I'm hopeful too, Swags. I think um, Detroit's got something cooking over there, and I think... I think Jameson could really add to that. And I hope they do actually wait until he's truly healthy so we don't have to concern ourselves with any sort of like other lower extremity because, you know, you know how that stuff goes. No, Uh, I couldn't agree more. It doesn't bother me a bit that they're holding him out. They're doing just fine losing without him. There's there's no reason to make him a part of that, honestly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and I think that's uh oh god, months ago I mentioned this that Detroit is like the kind of team because they weren't they everyone knew looking in the mirror they weren't going for anything. So J- Jameson Williams just fits on that team. They can take it slow. They don't need him. It's kind of like when unfortunately you you have a league mate that's tanking and you know like half of his rookies that are pr- actually producing are sitting on the taxi squad. Like they don't need him. They don't need him. They don't want to score points. It's it's probably going to be a Longer than you want, Swags, but I, what I'm hoping is that they wait long enough where, cause he's definitely, all we keep hearing is he's ahead of schedule, ahead of schedule. Everything's really looking good, really looking good. That it's just too tempting to see what he has. Like it's yeah. just like, okay, I get that we can wait all season long, but the guy's good. Like he's good to go. Let, let's see what he can do out there. Let's, let's get him revved up for next season. And I hope that happens sooner than later. Um, but it's probably going to be later than sooner. <laughs> Later than sooner. (laughs) So, speaking of sooner than later or later than sooner, we need to do a quick 
Dynasty Nerds promo. And then we have to hook, get into our predictions, who last week actually, Rich Dotson, I think is the first guest. Let me confirm this to get positive. Yes, he's the first guest to get positive points on a week in the weekly predictions. Even week one, the guests couldn't even do it week one. <laughs> who was that? Was that, that wasn't Dave. That was, was that Mike? Yeah, I think it might have been Mike. Yes. No, it was Dave. It was Dave. No, Dave got the first week after we had stuff to talk about. Oh, all right. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's Mike. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. (laughs) Sorry, Mike. (laughs) Sorry, Jason. Sorry, Brandon. Sorry, Brandon. Rich Rich was the first to get you guys points. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) the guests are currently negative 72, which will give John his choice of where he wants to pick this evening. And we're snaking, John. And then I have negative 35. Feverish had his worst week yet at negative 27. Ouch. With negative 15 points, which leads me to this. Feverish, you will not be able to pick players you picked last week that didn't make it. And that was Isaiah Likely. I wanted to talk about this. Isaiah Likely. Fenero was talking about top of the show how these players are like you'll you'll feel like you hit a groove or they get easy and like you've got these guys you can pull in and this year it's just not like that and then you start <laughs> to feel that way with somebody like Isaiah Likely and I think last week like Fenero got freaking Isaiah Likely like what low hanging fruit you <laughs> son of a bitch and then he this is his biggest miss of the season. This is just so unpredictable, especially at a tight end position, needless yeah. to say. But he doesn't even show up in the box score. Not only does he like not do anything for this game, he doesn't even show up in the box score. That's how hard this is this year. It was a sad day. Anyway, Fenero can't use Isaiah Likely or Jalen Warren. John, you just can't use David Bell because Rich picked him last week and he didn't hit, so we never let you pick somebody picked last week. That's what we're doing. And I can't use Kenneth Walker. So, John, first of all, thank you for being here. This is the part of the show where you suck the most. (laughs) (laughs) And where do you want to pick? I got to pick number one. Um, I want to remind you, if you pick number one, you will also be picking number six. I'm good with that. Let's oh, look it. at that. Very aggressive. I need that number one pick. Give me that number one. I think one. it's low-hanging fruit. Kenny Pickett. Oh, you oh, can't have quarterbacks. Oh, we should have sorry. mentioned that, John. Wow, sorry, that seems John. so shitty now. Because there's like there's so many no. things you can't do. And the one thing that we just take for granted, which is quarterbacks don't count in this game. This is the first year you almost <laughs> haven't had to mention it until now. Yeah, I know. John, do you want to... Redo I'll, your I'll strategy. Second, I'll take the second pick. Let me. All right. Second I'll, I'll let someone else take the first. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so that's I'll take tough. the second and the fifth. Right. That's what I get. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take, I'll take the I'll take the three spot and for, we'll let Fenero pick first. Oh, so I get one and six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've never picked here. Uh, okay, one and six. It is. Um. Have you Have you picked here? I don't think so. And you can't use Isaiah Likely or so. Jalen Warren. But I you don't get the think first so. pick, dude. I know, dude. So so there's two players to me that really stand out. And I won't mention them both because obviously you guys are picking. 
and I have to I have to make a decision. So I'm going to make a decision based on what I know instead of guessing, which I'll have to do with the other one. I tried to keep that as vague as possible. I'll explain when yeah, somebody. I picks. agree, though. I agree. It is tough. I don't. Yeah. So th- there's this. There's there's a there's a big factor in the one that could make him a boom. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to. I'm going to. I just don't want negative twenty seven mm. again. I'm going to go Kyle. Is there Phillips. pun intended when you I'm say going, boom? I'm going. I'm going Kyle Phillips with my number one pick. There's no Traylon Burks. He gets increased opportunity. In week one, he led the team in targets by a mile. Nine targets. Next was Burks with five, and then after that, it was Woods with two. This guy's been injured. He's back. I hope. I know he's questionable, but he already put a limited in on Wednesday, so I'm hopeful. There's some risk here, but there's two players, like I said, that I think you just have to pick first, and I just avoided the other one because I think there's even more question marks. Huh. I'm I'm curious who the other one was now. The other one's probably the right answer. <laughs> and, and I'm curious who John is going to pick here at number two. So I'm I'm just Man, I thought you were going a totally different direction. That there's that a there's a there's a strategy here I'm trying to there. utilize. I'm just thinking because I had I had the quarterback at the top, so that really <laughs> it's my fault. Um and John, you can't use David Bell. Finero can't use likely or Jalen Warren and then I can't use Kenneth Walker. All right. I might be reaching here but I'm going to take the shot, and it might sound a little bit crazy. But I'm going to take Khalil Shakur of the Bills. I think he's going to see McKenzie's out, I believe. Yeah. Right. Gabriel Davis is is we he, we haven't seen him 100 healthy. Crowder broken ankle. Crowder broken ankle. So I'm going to take Khalil Shakur. Hopefully he gets more snaps, and and that'll lead to opportunity. So he I was going to hope to take him later, but I'll take him here now. Man, this is so tough. You guys aren't picking the way I needed you to pick. Ah. Yeah, but you, I are, can't. but you are picking the way I wanted you to pick. <laughs> so, man, I'm trying to think of who that person you were thinking of I like of Khalil was. Shakir, John. like Khalil Shakir. He was on my list. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially, like you said, Crowder being out. Um, Fenero. Oh, I get back to back. Yes, you do. Yeah. And I can't take Walker. That's correct. Oh, so that's why you... Yeah, you've mentioned him like three or four times, so I probably won't fall to me at six at this point. <laughs> oh, I thought that's why you didn't take him. I didn't. Um, so I'm going to take David Bell, who almost creeped in. I don't yep. feel great about. And then yeah. I'm going to take somebody that I feel even less great about. And I don't know if this is who you're talking about, Fenero, but... I'm going to go with Brian Robinson, see if he shows up at all week one. I feel like I'm a week early on this, and I won't I, be able to pick him the week I want to. I was truly hoping someone would pick him this I'm week. i pick somebody else. So that he's available to me next week. He's got a really tough matchup this week, and I think they will underutilize him, even if I'm, I'm going to take Trey McBride instead. Oh, look at you. So, explanation out the window. Trey McBride it is. Well, you can still make that explanation. <laughs> you can still explain it. Because even when I, I was thinking of Brian Robinson, I was like, it's a week too early to Yeah, Robinson think, feels like him. the low-hanging fruit next week. But he could – I mean, it does not take much to make the top 12. It really doesn't. And, let you know, if he's, if he's playing and, and he practiced today – you know, it, it's tough to avoid that name. It really is tough to avoid that name. Yep. Antonio Gibson's not impressing anybody over there. So I'm taking David Bell and Trey McBride, and I mean... Do you feel dirty? 
Yeah, I don't feel like yeah. I'm impressing anybody either, <laughs> to be honest with you. So <laughs> that's back to you, John. Well, you gave me the guy, and that's why I didn't take him before. Look, Rashad Penny was great. I played him in DFS, played him in my flex positions. But Kenneth Walker's getting on the field. It, he, he hasn't done much. You know, eight carries and a catch, three carries and three receptions. But he has the breakaway speed. Maybe he gets an end zone here in the end zone soon. Who knows? Knock on wood. Penny can get hurt, right? Leave the game. So I'll take the shot here that Kenny Walker gets into the end zone or somehow gets more touches than I anticipate. Yeah. I, w- I wanted Walker every week. Until you did say him like four it, times. But... I was like looking at the chart. I know, right? I'm like, is he in the top 12? Am I missing something? Oh, no, yeah. He, he, yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's no way he's falling to me now. But all right, that's who was your guy, Fanero? That was the guy I was, that I was, was gonna I was gonna pick. You the should top. have taken him before Kyle Phillips. No, I understand that. But I but but <laughs> I no, I, I I know that now. If if he wasn't brought up four times, he still might have fell. Um so with with the with the Kenneth Walker thing, we have we have Penny not practicing guys today. So Mr. Rashad yeah. Penny you know, the guy who never gets hurt is once again missing practices. So that could be, and that's, that was the injury that I'm not sure about, right? So Penny probably plays and then Kenneth Walker puts up his pedestrian four or five fancy points. Um, that's the more likely outcome where Kyle Phillips, I know is getting an increased role. Kyle Phillips got nine targets week one. Kyle Phillips, like, a, felt like a safer floor to hit the top 12. That's why I went the route I went. And I knew you couldn't pick Kenneth Walker with back to back picks. So all I had to do was get through John, who seemed a little dazed and confused by the game. I thought I would have it, but Swags noticed that and just kind of slid in Kenneth Walker a few extra times just to drop that name, which leaves me with I, two I thought choices. If you were going to pick <laughs> Kenneth Walker, I thought he would have been your easy one at Kyle Phillips, which made me think you wouldn't weren't I taking feel good Kenneth about- Walker because I was like, who is easier than Kenneth Walker? I just listened to myself like. Say it all out loud, and I still really like my choice. I, I feel good. No, about I, the I don't Phillips. hate the Kyle really Phillips do. choice. I mean, I would have taken <laughs> Kyle Phillips. <laughs> but right here at six, since I can actually mention the two players now that I'm between, it would be between Brian Robinson and me throwing my wish into a pocket and going Sky Moore here. So uh. I feel as though Brian Robinson is safer, but my fear is that he will be out of the top 12. And then I won't get to pick him next week. But I don't think anyone catches up to me, so I'm not going to get to pick number one overall anyway. So I'm going to go Brian Robinson in oh, hopes man. that he I gets you a work for Sky Moore. Yeah, we're going Robinson, assuming that he's going to be low hanging fruit next week I'll if put he doesn't Brian hit more. Brian Robinson, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one, if nothing else. Yeah. So John's got Quillil Shakir and Kenneth Walker. Feverish, I can call you feverish now that the game is over, has Kyle Phillips and Brian <laughs> Robinson. And I have David Bell and Trey McBride. Watch Jelani Woods catch two more touchdowns. I'm rooting for you, John. We need to get some points over there for the guests so they're not, not such a joke. But <laughs> John, thanks a ton for being on the show. Yeah, John. Making time for us. The floor is yours, man. Tell them anything you want, anything about yourself. Oh. Um, we haven't really had any um, final thoughts in a while. 
What so else? I don't have very many thoughts at 10 o'clock at night. So <laughs> Especially that are final. Like, I'll this is the last one. This I'll is the skip. last thought ever. I'll skip the final thoughts. My only thought is how nice is the bed going to look in about five minutes? <laughs> I'm getting very excited for that. Um, but thanks for having me on, gentlemen. I loved it. And I Don't know get too guys, excited for sleep. You won't be able to fall asleep. No, I do have that problem. Get all wound up because you're excited for sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already, I already said to myself mentally, it's going to be a hard period six tomorrow. Because when the old man <laughs> sleeps, like, you're like, oh, I can really use that half hour nap right now. Oh, man. I appreciate you a ton for coming on, John. But He's I'll- at GridIronSkull91 on Twitter. Follow him. Always putting out top-notch advice. If you're getting into Campus to Canton at all, check it out. I mean, if you're not, even Debbie, everything. Like, check out John's stuff. He is at Artmark TV. I am at Swagzilla Zero G, and this is at Rookie Fever on um, whatever device you decided to listen to this on. That's what we are here, and we're out. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moonlight sun. A one-on-one scouting is never done This stupid throw and run I told you anyone Size and speed just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout age For rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend Now we get a fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever